Hello. Hi, everybody. Welcome to I Have, I have a, strange a Strange Story, story podcast. podcast. I say yes to that one. Okay. Do you? We'll take it. I don't know. It's hard. I don't it's know. Hard sometimes. Yeah, we're always off. Yeah. Um, so, welcome to the podcast where two sisters retell other people's strange or paranormal stories and experiences. Mm-hmm. I'm Lindsay. I'm Rebecca. And this is it. And here we are. Um, so we're on episode 31 today. Yes. Last, last episode is a special episode with our mom. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard that, you should go back and listen to it because Lindsay gets scolded by my mom, by our mom, Ooh. and everybody seems to like that part. Did I? When did I get scolded? I don't remember she that. like, I'm trying to tell my story here. I don't remember that. That's funny. <laughs> Um, okay. Um, so do you have any announcements for today? I don't have any announcements. We're going to be going to Okinawa soon. So we're going to be busting our ass. It is plural. Uh-huh. Ass is because there's two of us, uh, yeah, to get two butts. Yeah. There are two butts involved there's here. Two butts, two cracks, four <laughs> butt cheeks. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> Um, <laughs> trying to get our shit together and get you guys an episode before we leave. Oh man, it's gonna be a fucking mess. Yeah, it'll be cool. I'm gonna be a mess. I'm not gonna have any of the shit I need. Mom sent me a list of stuff that I should take, and like it's like wet wipes and toilet wipes and Clorox wipes <laughs> and nut butter sandwiches, but <laughs> and not like, peanuts. I just no peanuts, nut butter though, and I just don't know what. I just don't think I have enough time. Yeah. To get all that shit together, man. Yeah, we probably don't need all of it. I think that we'll be okay. I like the butt wipes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah, to you know, you can't take a shower on a on a flight. You can but you can wipe the pits. Don't <laughs> wipe the vag though, because it can cause a chemical reaction and cause your vagina to get on fire. Anyways, oh. off topic. <laughs> cause your vagina to get on fire. Flames just burst just, out. It just interacts with your clothing and your flame. You have a flaming vagina after that. So. That's funny. That, that reminds me. I saw the I saw the Toadies last night. For the, y'all who don't know who that is, it's like a band from the 90s. Uh, that was like a Texas band. So people in Texas like fucking love them. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that great of a show. I was kind of sad because I usually have a lot of fun at their shows. It could have been because I had a few beers and my feet were swollen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when I drink, sometimes I swell. <laughs> yeah. So, um... But they always kind of end with that song, I Burn, Mm -hmm. and they bring out the extra drums and, like, hit them, and this guy was, like, animal on the drums. Yeah, it was really cute. He was really, really into it. But you were talking about fire, and I thought of that song, I Burn. That's how I, that's my linear thinking. I like it. Um, Okay. So, no announcements. Was there anything that you wanted to say? No. No? Oh, I was going to give an update from uh, one of our listeners. We had, um, I told a story a few episodes back about a woman who danced, a grandmother who danced with a hooved, no, it wasn't the grandmother, god damn it, get it right, it was an aunt, I think, that danced with a hooved man, um, kind of like a dance of the devil thing. So there's all, all, always different stories to the folklore of these types of occurrences. And so somebody had mailed us in some extra information about the, the folklore of 
people dancing with the devil. Um, and so this person um, had let us know that one story that she heard was out in New Mexico. And it happened at a bar that was named Reds, I think. Or it was called Rojos. I don't know. Because um, it was red in Spanish. And you say red as Rojo, right? Yeah. Um, but that bar has been torn down and now it's a gas station, which is kind of cool. You're going through New Mexico, stop at that gas station, but it's been a story that's been going around for years. Um, and it usually happens. Uh, the story is told a lot during Lent because if you're a devout Catholic going out dancing during Lent is really frowned upon. So it's one of those things again, where it's, Parents telling these stories to scare their kids to not do stuff. <laughs> awesome. Um, I think she said that her mother was at a dance that night, but she said that um, she didn't see anybody hooved. Um, but she's also not Catholic. Oh. Yeah. So there's always different stories behind it. That's cool. Um, yeah. I do have a cool story, so, too. I forgot to oh, mention. Oh, what? Um, so... My friend Cindy, um, who's amazing, she she has Cemetery Cat, which is an Etsy shop where she sells antique jewelry, and she made me a badass um, Hufflepuff-inspired necklace one time. <laughs> Aww, Hufflepuff. I know. Um, she sent me a email <clears throat> and uh, just kind of let me know that she's able to see auras, and I thought this was really cool. Um she said that she can see my aura and it's teal. And I think that's fucking beautiful because, um, like teal or turquoise or blues are my favorite colors. Yeah. Um, and what that means is that, um, I am emotionally sensitive, which yes, I can cry during a commercial. Um, yeah. And I'm easy to be around and I'm a natural healer and I don't know what a natural healer means, um, but it sounds really cool. So I thought that that was fucking amazing. I, I think it's interesting information, but I also, I'm going to be an asshole. You've already shared this on another episode. <laughs> no, I, did I? Yeah. Because then you said she wanted to do mine and that she thinks that I have a yellow. Oh, God damn it. Aura. Well, yeah, there you go. I don't remember what episode it was. Well, it would have been the last one. It would have been the mama sode because. Hell no, it wasn't the mama sode. It was before that. No, this is the first time I've, I've said it. I think. Oh my God, this is weird, Becky. Oh, I already you. know this. I told you about I know. this. Yeah, but you already said this on an episode. I fucking swear to God, man. I hope I haven't. If I did, I'm no, sorry. You're, are you telling me that you just found this out after Mother's Day? No, I found... Can we? Are we going to argue about this on the show? I'm not going to argue about it. No, I'm trying to figure out if this is like deja vu, it's, if I really know totally this stuff. It's totally deja vu. No. Because we had this episode planned, and then we're like, let's do a momisode. And so I had all this written out. I told you what Cindy told me. And then we had the momisode where I didn't say anything. And right, I said it the during the momisode, and if I did, I'm sorry. We are not going to fucking argue about this, but I am going to go back and listen to every goddamn episode. <laughs> I swear to God, you've already said this. Okay. So we're going to move on, and we're going to move on to our episode. Okay. Sorry, you so guys. So we're episode 31, right? Yeah. All right, so that means you tell your stupid story first, and then I tell my dumb story. <laughs> I think Lindsay's a little hungover and grumpy. I'm not hungover. Oh, okay, never mind. No, I didn't know. I just... 
I just needed coffee this morning. Oh, that's good. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to tell my story then. And this is from a listener. This is from Mountain Sai. We mm-hmm. have talked about I know that Mountain Sai before. She's yeah. badass. So thank you for sending in this uh, really cool ep- um, story. Jesus, I'm having a hard time concentrating today. Whew. Two glasses of wine last night. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. All right, so this story takes place with her and her boyfriend, and they're backpacking in the Rockies, Um, and they are parked in an area where people go camping, and she says that um, you can hike up these dirt roads to get to um, trails that are designated to, um, to wilderness areas. And she says those are impassable by cars. So you have to park in this place, get out, and go hike up this trail to kind of get into the back country area which is where she likes to go um and she takes her backpack with supplies for days she says and a handgun for protection she says she has a permit um and like i'm not a gun advocate or anything i don't care really what you do but i kind of feel like in some cases you might need protection if you know from a crazy wilderness person that's just how i feel. dude absolutely Yeah. yeah Oh, okay, so the goal was to hike up the mountain, but they knew that they didn't have enough time to do it um, because it was getting dark fast. And so they just hiked into this beautiful wilderness area. <laughs> my kitty cat hit my microphone, sorry. <laughs> um, and they had never been on this trail before, and um, it didn't seem like it was used very much either. Um, so about a mile in, they noticed... Um, about a dozen trees had been laid across the trail, in, and it yeah. was perpendicular to the trail. And the trees were huge with, like, big, thick trunks, and they weren't the old dead types. <laughs> she said that they were so, alive with green needles. Oh. Yeah. And perpendicular means running across right. it. Right. Yeah. Like, cutting it. Yeah. It. I don't know. So, um, she says that... Uh, they were conifer trees, and I'm not sure what they look like, but I guess they're kind of tree that's in the Rocky Mountain area. And I just want to interject here for just a moment that uh, – actually, I'm not, because I haven't told what this is about, and I'll talk about this later. This is kind of a surprise. Um, mm. Yeah, so she said that the roots of the trees hadn't fallen over. Um, there weren't any holes and they seemed like they were brought there. Um, like, the saplings had been across the trail, and she felt like this was a message. This, For some reason, this was, this was a message that was being sent to, to hikers or whomever, that this was somebody's area, and they didn't want anybody there. And she said it took a lot of effort to get around these trees, that they were uh, kind of getting tired weaving through them, but they were trying to push forward to get, you know, to the beautiful wilderness. And she says that uh, while they were getting through there, they passed some hunters, and they didn't have any camping gear or anything, and they were booking it out of there. Um, I don't think they stopped to talk or anything, but... They didn't say anything? They are just booking they it out of there. They were just getting the fuck out of there. Um, Fucking one for all yeah. and all for one. Nope, that's actually one man, uh, every man for himself. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it all for one and blah, blah, blah. It, it, it's just... An all for one? <laughs> I don't know. It's a and Brian Adams all? song, isn't it? Oh, is it? 
Yeah, you're yeah. right. Because he did that stupid Musketeer song. Musketeers? Yeah, the three movie. Musketeers? He, he did a, a song for that movie. But it wasn't. The, it was Robin Hood. It was the three Musketeers. Oh, my God. Okay, Jesus. keep going. All right. You just stay there with your story and keep telling okay, it. Okay, well, I'm just going to, no, I'm going to not. Nope. <laughs> We're going to, hey, you turn, your, you turn your camera back on, young lady. Nope. He, d- he did that song, the Brian Adams did, I, I wanted that I want to die for you, I'd fight for you. Hmm. Everything I do, I do it for you, that's it. That was for Robin Hood. Bam. Mic drop, except I'm not. Okay, so after, uh, a short ways off of the trail... They came to a, a meadow area, and they were taking pictures. She said it was fucking beautiful. Um, but it was getting late, and they needed to camp. Um, but they said the vegetation was too dense in this area, so they headed back to the trail. And whenever they got back to the trail, they noticed a bare footprint, which was fucking huge. And uh, let's see. It was very big. They said that... Um, their boy, her boyfriend put his foot next to what the, the footprint, and it made his foot look like a child's, like it was that big. Oh. Yeah. They said it was a good impression in the mud, and it appeared to be heavy, and it was, again, going perpendicular to the trail, so it was not, like, walking on the Cutting trail. Cutting across it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not going with it. Yeah. And so <laughs> Mountain Sai is like, we're, we're getting the fuck out of here, because she knew this was a Bigfoot track. Mm-hmm. 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 she's like we're leaving um she she didn't want to stick around she says that she's had previous experiences with bigfoot and she said i do not want to go through that again I'd, I'd like to hear what those are about too but moving on she said it was getting dark the trail was steep and so they decided they needed to make a camp just in the wilderness area as soon as they could so um they sent they found a spot um and it seemed like it was a safe spot. It was uh, on a small rise, and you couldn't see it from the trail. On And on one side, there was a, a cliff. And on the other side was another rise. So you really had to look hard to find their tent. Um, and they said they didn't want to make a fire because they didn't want to attract anything. And she said she, uh, she slept close to the edge of the, um, the cliff area with her gun. Yeah, she said she was pretty nervous. Um, So around midnight, she woke up, and her boyfriend was snoring. And she says her her boyfriend snores like a grizzly bear. (laughs) But she was woken up because she heard something else, and it was louder than her boyfriend snoring like a grizzly bear. She said it came in the direction of the rise between the trail and the tent. And then another one came from the rise looking over the tent, and they, it sounded like whatever this sound was, they were talking back and forth to each other. Oh. And they, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they appeared angry. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? She said, you know how she said described it was like a caveman and a monkey talking. <laughs> okay, that's monkey. Like that? Yeah. I'm good, yeah, right? I'm good. I love doing uh-huh. monkeys. She said that they also sounded huge. Um, she didn't move because she was so afraid. Um, and she didn't want to wake her boyfriend up either because she didn't want to trigger anything. Um, yeah. So that went on uh, for a long time. 
and then she finally fell back asleep and she was okay in the morning and she told her boyfriend um she said he sleeps through anything um but she was so disturbed by this that she's not ever gone camping again Ooh. i know isn't that sad because of the monkey noise because that of was the angry monkey caveman noise which was a bigfoot and they were hanging out close to her camp dude and they were pissed and they off were fucking pissed off and so i mean i'm not gonna say a lot because i don't think we really talk about this very often but whenever you hear about bigfoot they usually sound like peaceful creatures like yeah you leave them alone they leave you alone but we don't talk about how they are also a wilderness animal or person or whoever, you know, yeah. whatever they, whatever you identify as Bigfoot. <laughs> He's like as a cis male. Exactly. So <laughs> I think the reason why we don't hear about the aggressive parts is because uh-huh. um, if you do report like aggressive behavior that a Bigfoot, you know, hurt somebody or killed somebody nobody's gonna believe you they're gonna be like it was a bear you dumb bitch it was not a bigfoot so i think that's why we don't ever hear anything about you know bigfoots being aggressive is because people don't believe other people if they get hurt by them oh yeah so this is my side note about the the trees so weaved trees or trees laid down in the woods are characteristics of bigfoot in the area there's a lot of different um, symbols that you can come across. So some of them look like asterisks or uh-huh. arches or an X. Um, <clears throat> and then they've also seen small stick structures at the base of a tree um, and teepee structures and uh, balanced logs. Um, and they just, and then there's like a mega superstructure and it's kind of all of those things and woven arches and together and that's often a sign of like Bigfoot territory, and oh. yeah, and you don't. I didn't know. Yeah, that. I didn't either until I looked it up. So, um, huh. just a little tidbit. You know, if you're going to go camping, keep an eye out for those things. I am going to go camping soon. Ooh, I know. Yeah, fuck that shit. I'm out of here. I know. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> if I see that shit, I'm going to be excited and really scared. Yeah. So. Yeah, so thank you, Mountainside. That was her story, and I really appreciate you sharing it with us. I'd love to hear any other Bigfoot stories that you have, because you know I, I love wonder, them. Oh, sorry. I wonder mm-hmm. if the hunters hurt them, and they were angry. Oh, maybe. Maybe one was getting, like, a bullet out of the butt or something. Oh, shit. Yeah, you don't want to... I don't think you want to fuck with a Bigfoot. Dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just leave him alone. He's like Harry and the Hendersons. Or is it Henry? Harry or Henry? Because he was Harry. Harry. And, they're, you know, people Aww. aren't very creative with names. Yeah. Well, that's a fun one. It is a fun it's one. It's creepy, man. It is creepy, and I feel bad for her that she doesn't want to go camping anymore. Well, I'm more fearful of being murdered by a human, which is why I do not go camping. That's fair. Which is why I would take a gun as well. Right. Mm-hmm more afraid of people than i am of bigfoot because i'm from texas yeah um well i have this is interesting because my story that i picked is also kind of a wilderness story too oh, crazy man. yeah it's kind of weird yeah. um 
Anyway, so this is about a dog man. So this story comes to us from Reddit. And this is a story an adult told us about whenever he was, like, younger. He was, like, 16. He's in Wisconsin. He's a big guy. He's, like, six foot four inches. That's big in my life. That's big, right? That's tall. He's a big guy. He said he's athletic. He's a hunter. Um... Gosh, he's also other things. He's a survivalist. That's basically me. It's not. He's a martial artist. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) I can live in the wild. Fucking test me. I think I could do it. I'd live. Okay. Um, So he says that he was a cocky teenager. It's all teenagers. We're all cocky. Apparently, I'm still a cocky adult, too. Um, He says he wasn't respectful of nature, and I don't really want to know what that means. Because that scares He's me. Probably like peeing in the woods and pooping and not covering <laughs> up and showing his candy wrappers, <laughs> like cursing at the birds. Uh, is that what it means? Flipping off the deer. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better. So, anyways, um, he's on vacation in a cabin with his cousin and his grandparents. So remember, he's like sixteen or seventeen oh, yeah, at kiddo. this time. Yeah. Um, and he and his cousin decided to play airsoft. Everybody knows what airsoft is, right? I mean, I do, but why don't <laughs> do you, you really? explain it to the listeners? Uh, okay. Why don't, why don't you, you just, explain? <laughs> I mean, it's your story, so. Okay. I'll do it. <laughs> um, so airsoft is like paintball, right? But it's not with pellets that are made of paint i think it's like with plastic pellets so yeah exactly um, yeah yeah. so people dress up i don't know if i'm recording anymore my stupid headphones keep going out man like i can't hear myself yeah i've had a problem with that too just might be your cord this cord i'm fucking done with it man oh there it goes anyways um so they're gonna go shoot each other for fake for fake z's not for real Mm -hmm. z's Okay, um, so he took it pretty seriously. Seriously enough that he was in full BDU. Ooh. I had to look that up too. It's battle dress uniform. Dang, dude, this guy's hardcore. Yeah, you know that new, you know that movie um, that had the original movie had that song California. Okay, yeah. Um, were they in the desert? Uh-huh. And there's the new one where the women are the milkmaids. Oh, my God. I do not know what you're And one of the milkmaids gets away, and they're in the desert. Are you you don't know what I'm Mad talking Max? about? Yeah. Oh, my God. That was not the way I would describe it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know the new Mad Max? Yeah. Okay. Of course. You know how they go into battle where the, the guys are strapped onto the front of the... <laughs> <laughs> They're bad. In front of like the yeah. yeah, and they're playing guitar and everything. Oh, God, I fucking that hated that so, so much. Uh, it's a really good movie, awesome. but those those scenes in particular with the guys on the front of the um, vehicles made me want to blow my fucking brains out. Best I hated part. it. I hated Best it. It was part. awful. Flames are shooting out. Like, what the fuck is up? Like. We need our battle metal and gong 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 gong. Yeah, it's crazy. So that's what these guys are doing. <laughs> these guys are Mad Maxing it. So what I'm getting at is I'm telling the Mad Max story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, 
Um, so he's in full BDU, um, like wood linen camo mask. Um, his cousin wore jeans and a t-shirt because he's a fucking nerd. Um, so they're going to battle in the woods. They're about 150 meters into the forest. And they stopped. And he playfully said to his cousin, he said, shh, we're being watched. Um, and then he said he immediately noticed that the woods were like dead quiet. God damn it. Not a good sign. And he said that happens when there's a predator that's around. It's a newsflash. If it gets really quiet, there's a predator. I wonder if that happens when serial killers go in the woods too. What the fuck is a predator? Right? Yeah. Does it work Maybe there too? Probably animals can sense that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he started to feel really uneasy. Um, so he like started scanning the woods, like looking around 16 or 17. He's like, fuck this shit. I don't respect the woods. <laughs> I can take this predator. I got my yeah, I got my, my plastic pellets. I'm just gonna exactly. piss it off. That's how that's how you disrespect <laughs> nature. I'm gonna doo doo and not cover it <laughs> up. <laughs> Anyways, so he said that as he was scanning the woods, he saw white teeth at the edge of a clearing that was about forty meter, meters away. Um, he said that it was crouched. And it was holding onto a tree. It was panting. Its ears were up and it was watching them. Oh my God. Yeah. It was holding onto a tree. Wow. So it wouldn't was fall it over. I know. That's pause? what I thought it too. Or they pause. Either way. If it's pause, it's kind of cute because he's got a little pause wrapped around it. He's like, hey guys. I respect this tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if it was like the people hands, oh, he's like, that. hey. Yeah. Um, so he said it had reddish brown fur and it looked like a canine essentially. Yeah. Um, so in his mind, he, it clicked with him as a werewolf. Mm -hmm. He looked at his cousin and said, we have to go. And his cousin just bolted. He didn't ask any questions. Um, and he stayed and he kept an eye on whatever this creature was. And once the cousin started sprinting, the creature started to charge them. Oh, no. It went, um, it started charging them by running on two legs for about 10 feet, and then it dropped down to all four legs and started, like, sprinting behind them. So he turned, he's sprinting, um, and it's chasing them. And they finally make it back to the cabin, and that's when they start to talk about what they saw. They weren't sure what they saw, and he wanted to comfort his cousin. His cousin may have been a little bit younger than him. Um, And so he just said to his cousin that he thought it was a bear. Um, he says he knew it wasn't a bear. Um, and from now on, he's always cautious in nature. And he talks about how you have to trust your gut. Um, he said he's always armed, just like your friend is, yeah. whenever he goes into the forest, mm-hmm. that he never goes alone either. And that he's always armed because you never know what's going to happen. Oh, um, I know, man. And here I am, like, fucking scared of serial killers whenever there's fucking dogmen that smile and hold onto trees. Yeah, and then chase you on two legs and then four. Oof. Yeah. Oh, fuck that, dude. No way. So there's Michigan folklore behind dogmen. Cool. Yeah, what I found is that it started in 1887, so it's kind of new. It's a baby folklore. So I guess in Michigan, what somebody saw was a seven-foot blue-eyed or amber-eyed bipedal canine with the torso of a man and a fearsome howl that sounds like a human scream. 
<laughs> That's my favorite. Like that is fucking amazing. You know what it was? It was a um, a wolf husky hybrid man. Uh-huh. If it had blue uh-huh. eyes, it was a wolf mixed with a husky. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You're right. You're right, girl. And then they did silly things. <laughs> and then the and then like refused to get it off their bed for nap time. And the husky was like. so what i thought was interesting is that the the alleged uh dog man Mm. was first seen by lumberjacks oh um and so i did a little bit of research i kind of forgot but it kind of it made me think of like sailors claiming they saw mermaids Mm -hmm. and kind of blaming mermaids for the demise of whatever their you know route was or people dying or whatever so lumberjacks um damn they would tell what they refer to as tall tales for explanations for noises and then for lumberjacks going missing and that the dog man was one of the tall tales that they started to talk about and there was something called the Jumping Frenchman of Maine. I forget what this was, but it, oh, fuck. I wish I could research it again while I have you here. Um, but it it's something in regards to almost like a mental illness that only lumberjacks got. Oh. And they would come back with it from the woods. Um, and I linked it to all of this. I feel bad. I should have done more research. <laughs> um, well, I did. I did it two weeks ago. Yeah. And now I've forgotten it all. But I was kind of linking it all to the this type of folklore and the explanation for work not being done or for unexplainable, you know, outcomes. And I was thinking, I wonder if there is something with lumberjacks being in the woods by themselves and coming back because they have mental, br- mental breaks, Maybe. you know? Yeah. I mean, if you're in a cave for so many hours with no light, you you can go insane. Yeah. So I'm, I would imagine the same thing is true for being in the woods by yourself. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if lumberjacks are by themselves. I mean, they could be, but they could also be in really bad company, That's too. True. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, there's, um, um, there's an interesting uh, thing that you mentioned with, with lumberjacks. Jacks is the same thing that... I don't know how I'm trying to word this, but um, kind of relates to my story with with Bigfoot. There's a clause in their contract that says if they spot a Bigfoot, they're not allowed to do anything to it, and they're not even allowed to talk about it. Huh. Yeah. That's like a real thing that you have to sign whenever you become a lumberjack. Oh, that's weird. It is weird. Be- I think because yeah, they don't want to um, to cause any... Or bring it on any attention, I guess, that they found a Bigfoot. And probably they also don't want to tell anybody because they don't want to stop, like, cutting down trees. <laughs> huh. So, okay, while you were talking, I was able to pull up more about the Jumping Frenchman of Maine. Awesome. So it's a rare disorder. It's usually uh, described as, like, extreme startle reaction. Um, it's involuntary response Sudden or unexpected to stimulus. And it's just really exaggerated, almost like they're jumping. Is it like PTSD, um, you think? I, it could be. And I think that the research kind of talks about that. The exact cause is unknown. Um, 
one theory. And so this happened to a group of men from Quebec. Hmm. And um, they were all uh, lumberjacks. It was in the late 19th century. Um, and they were isolated lumberjacks. And they're the first group to come back with this disorder where they all had this exaggerated startle reaction. Oh, wow. And it was all the same. Um, so the exact cause is unknown. They think it's cultural factors that influenced it, which to me goes back to the lumberjacks. Yeah. I don't know. It says it usually begins after puberty or teenage years. They usually have exaggerated startle reaction consisting of jumping, screaming, flailing the arms, hitting or throwing objects. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of weird, that's right? Weird. I wonder if that's still something that goes on or if that's, that was just of that right. time. I know. That's neat. Anyways, that's real it. neat. I know. Thanks for sharing that. You're welcome. I should have had better research. Sorry about that, everyone. Well, we, you had better research. It was just two weeks ago, and then you forget what you write down. And I know. Yeah. I had, like, a whole theory. And then I also didn't ever get to find, like, I know Brian Adams did that. The, he also did that everything I do. Yeah, that was that was Robin Hood. You. Yeah, that was Robin yeah, Hood. Yeah, you were saying that the all for one and one for all was Robin Hood. Um, You're saying it's Three Musketeers? Yeah, or the Musketeers or something like that. I just don't ever remember a movie being made about that. Yeah, it was probably that. because it was real shitty. Okay, but, it's All for Love. It was actually Brian Adams, Rod Stewart, and Sting. That did what? You can't say that's shitty. Oh, you're right. It's from The Three Musketeers. Ha, ha. Okay. I got one right for once in my life. You did. Okay. You got it. Yeah. Um, I don't remember that movie. Shit. Yeah. Who's surprised that I didn't remember that movie? I don't think. I think it was. I don't know if it was that good. I don't remember. Probably not. I mean, if we don't if remember I don't it, remember it. It wasn't good. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, well, that's what we got for today, girl. Yeah, yeah girl. And all We've you got girls. a poor connection, and we can't even see each other's faces. Nah, because you were looking shit up on your phone. No, it still says poor connection. I had poor connection way before then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bummer. Thanks. Bummer. <laughs> well... <laughs> Thanks for listening, you guys. Yeah. yeah. We'll be back next week mm -hmm. with more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't even know why I sing. <laughs> I have like the worst goddamn voice, but for some reason I always insist on singing. <laughs> well, there's a microphone in front of your face, so you can't help it. So you have to. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that vibrato? Ooh. Uh -huh. I know what that means. Good job. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. I can vibrato on my flute. Dang. Oh, I don't have a flute. If I had a flute, I could. Dang. Yeah, I know. Okay. Well, um, oh, yeah. If you have a story that you'd like us to read that's paranormal or weird or strange, we'd be happy to do so. Just send your stories to I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com. Oh, guess what? I do have an announcement. <laughs> it just reminded me because I said the email address. Yeah. We're going to try to do a YouTube channel, Rebecca. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We're going to do it. Oh, yeah. okay. Cool. So mm -hmm. that's coming. And I think that we're going to do it whenever we're together. Sweet. We're going to try it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I already set it up. Awesome. I'm glad about that because yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> I mean, I've mentioned it to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also have a P.O. box. Oh, yeah. 
we do have a P.O. Yeah, box. So We're going to start mailing stuff with that address on yeah, it. Yeah, or if you want to mail us some shit, you can mail us to the P.O. box. So, like, if you want to mail us a creepy story. Yeah. Yeah. Then you can mail it to our P.O. box. Do you have that address? No. Okay. Well, we'll leave it in the show notes. Okay. Yeah. Um, subscribe, rate, and review. And uh, if you review us and rate us, please give us five stars, but, you know, do whatever you want. Then take Or you can give us a one star and be a fucking coward. you could do one star. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We would prefer more if you think we're cool. Um, send us a snapshot of it and email it to us and with your mailing address and we'll mail you some stickers. Uh, yeah. And that's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. And until next time. Bye. Bye.